Welcome to Cash Call. Listen live as expert sales trainers give actionable feedback on real calls while you learn coaching tips directly from the professionals. Cash Call, everybody. Dale Archdeacon, Brian Curtis, back again for another week. Good to see all of you. Brian is still trying to outdo me, even though I have a new haircut. He threw a jacket on. The guy really tries hard, but, uh, you know, I, I, he, he just he can't do it. He tries hard, but he fails is what I just heard there. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, a little, uh, it hurt a little bit, but that's okay. I'm grown. I'll be okay. I barely fit my ego into this video, Brian. So just, you know, take it for what it's worth, sir. But last week, last week, you didn't get to play your call <clears throat> because we talked too long about my call. Uh, so I've got one today that we can listen to. Uh, what do you have for us today? I have an interesting call in that this call was actually 11 minutes long. Um, I chopped it up quite a bit, so there's no longer 11 minutes in it. But it's interesting to me. I think a lot of agents would have lasted about a minute and a half on this call. So I'm not yeah, I'm not ready to tell the agent that he's ready to be the agent of the year. That being said, he really took an opportunity to just try and continue to work with the guy and continue to work with the guy. There's definitely some opportunities for improvement, but I love the effort because oftentimes when you hear what you'll hear at the beginning of this call, agents just give up. So I love it when... I love success, obviously, when we get those outcomes. But at a minimum, I love people who are, hey, I've got somebody live. They're willing to talk to me. I'm going to talk to them until until I've, I've got nothing left to say or they've got nothing left to say. And I love that versus, oh, crap, this lead's not very good. I want to get off the phone. Yeah, that makes sense. So, all right. Whenever you're ready, I'll go ahead and share my screen and get this play. Go for it. All right. <clears throat> You know, what's interesting is my staff has this uh, new software they want us to use, especially since we're going to pre-record and it can record our audio individually and then it will play the audio over each other so that we, you know, like with Zoom where only one of us can talk at a time and it's kind of weird. We'll get that fixed. That's we should do this for our backgrounds. What the fuck, Brian? Why haven't we done this before? I don't know. You know, Dale, honestly, sometimes I just get a wild hair and I was like, I wonder if I can do this. So anyway, we'll we'll play with it. I'm sure the editing team will uh, figure out a best, better, even better than what I've got here. So anyway, with that in mind, let me go ahead and play the call and uh, Dale and I will chop it up. Give me a thumbs up when you can hear it. With Curtis Realtor Group, I just got a notification. You were checking out some property on Realtor.com. So wanted to reach out and find out how I can help you. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know. I, I, I am in the market, and I just had a pretty frustrating call with, I guess, the app, the Realtor app. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. So here's the deal that I'm trying to find, um, and yeah. I don't know if this is what you're calling me about, because I've got a couple – I'm looking at a couple things. And, mm -hmm. um, um, what I'm trying to find, there's a piece of property, supposedly there's a piece of property on the Realtor app, a couple acres, and it says it's on 0 5th Street in Fayetteville. And I don't know if you're the listing agent or not. I'm trying to get hold of the listing agent for this property. Uh, I don't want to go through a separate agent. You know, I mean, I want to try to deal directly with the seller, you know, the, the, the selling agent. Mm -hmm. But I can't find the property, so I don't even know if I'm interested in the property. It doesn't appear to be accurate. And I, I don't know, are you the listing agent for that property? Uh, I, I am not, but do you mind me asking why you want to talk to the, the list agents? Wait, you're, I don't hear your sound, Brian. 
that was really the first opportunity the agent had to speak. I don't like the question. I don't know how you feel about the question. He said, are you the listing agent? My personal preference <clears throat> when that question first arises in a conversation and how far are we into this call? Well, it's hard to say. So we're probably about uh, two minutes in. I, two minutes. I, chopped, I chopped a bunch of it up because oh, they, okay. they just talked and talked and talked and talked. So I just cut out the, into the relevant part. Again, this was an 11 minute call and we're down. And, and when I'm done chopping it up, there's only five minutes left. So, okay. So let me preface what I'm about to say. I don't like to say that I'm not the listing agent. I don't like to try and question them immediately about why they want to do that. Uh, so I work for a brokerage, right? My license hangs with a brokerage that oftentimes there are, there are listings associated with that broker whom I work for, but I am not the listing agent. So when I say, if somebody like that asks me, hey, are you the listing agent for this? I might give a sort of dodge answer, which is uh, I'm not sure uh, because there are a lot of listings within our brokerage. We may represent that property. Now I'm going to now I'm going to pivot to a question. Uh, what's important about that property or what's important about or what would you like to ask the listing agent? Right. Some kind of question that redirects a little bit. I didn't say I am. I didn't say I'm not. And provided that I didn't bring the damn thing up and look at it and know that I'm not, I can truthfully say I don't know whether I, uh, under my broker, are the listing agents or not. And I agree with everything you just said. If for whatever reason it gets disclosed, for lack of a better term, that I'm not the listing agent, here's a, here's a question I think I want everyone, and I'm, there's probably some exception to this, but stop asking people why. And here's, and I'm not saying you can't ask that same question in a different way, but when you say to somebody, why do you want to talk to the listing agent? Now, obviously he didn't use the tone that I used, but that's what I heard. Like, why the hell do you need to talk to the listing agent? I'm just as good. I'm better. There's more bad. So, but why implies guilt, believe it or not. And from that thing, so why do you want to do that? Okay. Hey, out of curiosity, what, you know, how can I help or what's the benefit of, of talking to the listing agent is a much better question than why do you want to talk to the listing agent? What I, what I want to say is because I do. Jackass. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't say, "Hey, how can I help you?" It says, "Why are you being dumb?" Yeah. Uh, another thing that we can say along agreed with that, along with what I was saying, is uh, that property may be listed with us. Uh, what questions do you have for the listing agent? Perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. And again, I want to say nine out of ten agents will do exactly what he did. Who, if they're going to stick in there, why do you want to talk to the listing agent? So right. remember. That puts up a wall and it creates a potential problem. So again, avoid those why questions because, you know, we talk about current tense questions a lot. A why question is the exact opposite of a current tense question. Now I have to justify and rationalize to you who we've known for two minutes why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is not a good way to build rapport. Yeah, we practice making our students rephrase their questions without the word why. So what, how, when, et cetera. Yes, exactly. So, so everybody who's watching, if you're a why person, there's a better way to ask the same question. Remove the word why, if if that's what I would say. So, yeah. Let me play a little bit more now. Yeah, I just don't want to. I don't want to have multiple parties dealing with this. Um, can you look okay. and see if you, do you, um, do you, can I you can. see that property? 
Uh, you said it's zero Fifth Street. Yeah. yeah. Is the address zero? I mean, Fifth hopefully Street. it's you or your company. You know, I mean, if it's you or your company, we're we're in a great position to talk. But I don't want to waste I got your you. time and anybody else's time if it's not. I have no idea if yeah. I'm really interested in it, and I'm not interested in signing an agreement with a, a listing agent. You know, uh, by, I, I don't need buyer representation at this point. I may in the future, but I don't need it right now. Um, okay. Yeah. So the, the reason I, the reason that. I yeah. yeah, the reason I ask why you want to talk to the listing agent is because the listing agent is going to be. So rather than what your agent's about to do, when this guy said all the things he said, uh, you know, if it's your company or you, that's great. We can talk. I don't want to sign a buyer rep with another agent. I don't want too many parties involved. I would just say, hey, great. It sounds like you want to have a direct hand in this process and you want to be involved from the beginning to the end. I totally respect that. And our clients, uh, we our clients really appreciate that about the way that we work. So I'm more than happy to work with you that way. Right. Then I would move on. What questions do you have about that property? Or did you want to just go see it? Once I can find the damn thing, did you want to go see it? Or do you have questions about it? Right. Like that's yeah. probably what I would have done in that situation. Hey, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. I got you. That's exactly how we operate. And you're in the right spot. I'm just going to yes you until we can get face to face. And one of the things that I that is, it literally just came to me as we were listening to this, even though I've listened to this call a couple of times as I've chopped it up, is my guess is this guy has talked to a bunch of agents who tried to convince him to work with them. That's what I'm hearing, because he's got every he must have said five times. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste your time. I don't waste. You know, he is trying to be nice and help us out. But. It's not, you know, so I agree. Let's be a little bit more direct. Hey, what information can I get for you? And here's an interesting question. You know, there's no address in my market. I'm going to guess in yours either that starts that is zero. No. So there's an opportunity to say, hey, um, I'm not sure that this person listed it right. Um, hey, I'm kind of an expert at working with people here. Doesn't necessarily, I can set it up so it won't, you have to be very careful. I don't want to be in a NAR lawsuit here. But, you know, hypothetically, I can help you without any expense to you, uh, depending on the situation. I would love to just, why don't we just go look at the property? And I appreciate that you're worried about my time, but I have time this afternoon. Why don't we just go take a look at, you know, some version of that, get this guy off of, I only want to talk to listening, you know, moving in that direction, so. Yeah, it was super fixated. Um, obviously, representing the seller of the property and no, no, uh, I understand. I understand all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I'm not trying to be rude. I just I, I, I'm fairly okay. proficient in the buying. So okay, pause it. Well, well I just want to make I'm sure. Pause it. When you hear all the stuff that comes out of that lead's mouth, where they think they know everything and how it works, don't try to educate them. Do not try to educate them unless. You get to a point where the conversation will not move forward and they're going to get off that phone based on what their beliefs are. And it's your last chance. If it's your last chance and it's either change their mind or they leave that conversation, then you start trying to educate them or they've asked for the education or asked for your opinion. Right. But what your agent's doing here or this person's doing here is worthless, right? Because the guy thinks he knows it. You can't learn anything when you think you know everything. And this guy thinks he knows everything. Which is why theoretically, if we would have asked the question a minute ago, what's the benefit of working with the listing agent for you? We might've been able to handle the objection, if you will, because they might say, well, look, 
and you know, I'm going to negotiate a better price. Okay. Actually, in our MLS, the way it works is it's it's against the rules for you to give a buyer a discount on the listing commission. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but my MLS, you have to disclose what's called variable commission, which means that if I represent the buyer and seller, I and I listed the house for six percent, I have to take six percent. I cannot legally discount without violating my MLS agreement if I represent both. Well, I'm being recorded right now. To my awareness, that's not a thing in PA. But, uh, you know, if I find out so, later, we'll edit this part out. Yeah. We have to disclose variable commission. I think that's an important concept. And again, you need to understand your market, your MLS. I'm not saying that, but that's a great tool that I use often. Go, look, I can really appreciate that you want to save money. Here's the problem. There's a contract between the seller and the listing agent. And part of that contract is the total commission, which is not negotiable without a violation of our MLS. So whether you get representation or not, the seller is going to pay the exact same amount of commission. Oh, okay. Because a lot of times that's what people are looking for. Well, I go to this. I'll go to the listing agent. They'll cut their commission, give some back to me, or some version of that. Is why I hear that quite often. So, got it. Uh, is that that way in Colorado too, or just Arkansas? It's a really good question, Dale. Because okay. um, I've, I've never closed a transaction in Colorado, so not oh. necessarily my uh my area of exercise i am okay. licensed i can technically sell a house but uh i've chosen not to because i don't feel comfortable with that just because i just haven't studied it and decided that i'd rather do this so right, exactly yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah i totally get it what i'm ultimately trying to figure out is um is uh, and i don't want to waste your time i'm just trying to be real respectful to you and your company i don't want to waste you guys time i don't even know who I you are, but I, I do have some interest we can almost make a drinking game around that. I don't want to waste your time. I'd be drunk. <laughs> yeah. In at least finding the address because it's not accurate. The post it may not even be a real posting. You know, maybe something. Uh, yeah, I number. So I'm guessing that's the case with this one because in the MLS it's just listed Fifth Street, Fayetteville, AR. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, I guess it probably what, what, has not been assigned yet. What? what this is my cell phone. You're, you're welcome to send me a text with your name and phone number, and I'll be yeah. happy to, to to call you if I need a further assistance. I, I'd rather really not waste a ton of your time. I'm, I'm open to dealing Drink. with you if you have some things that, I'm, that you represent. But I, at this mm -hmm. point, I'm selling some land in Fayetteville, and I'm trying okay. to take some of those proceeds and buy some additional land. But I'm I'm you know land deals are pretty straightforward. I'm not looking for yes. housing or anything. Else. But again, so there's a real interesting point that he just made, which is 100% incorrect. What's that? Land deal. This is this is raw land, by the way. Land <clears throat> deals really straightforward. I can tell you in the last 12 months, I've had two land deals that we had to negotiate with the neighbor because of an easement issue, because of property lines that weren't drawn correctly. We literally had to pay to buy a little slice of land, um, you know, it's interesting that this perception is I'm glad that you've had no problems, but I might have gone into a third party story here. You know, you know, Bob, I don't remember this guy's name. But you know, Bob, I, I can appreciate that. There's a lot of deals that are completely straightforward, but I can tell you just in the last 12 months in Fayetteville, which is actually where this house is, I've had two issues with land because of, you know, how people drew property lines and how they didn't do great jobs with uh, with legal descriptions back when they were originally established. So honestly, 
actually, I, I'm super happy that you haven't had any problems, but there are lots of things that come up and you're going to probably want to work with somebody potentially who has that expertise. Can you see some benefit in that? I'm not sure if it would have helped because again, this guy's pretty sure of himself, but there's an opportunity. Yeah. So, all right, I'll just let, I'm just going to fast forward to the last 30 seconds and let us finish this up. And then if you want to send me a couple emails, just to get, kind of get where you're at, I'll be happy to reply to you. You know, like, oh, okay. no, I know about that one or no. And, yeah. you know, if you want to spend a little bit of time on it to try to find something for me, go for it. I, you know, I'm just, yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to say, like, maybe don't make it your top priority, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I appreciate, appreciate your honesty, man. <laughs> I really right. do. I really do. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather sure. talk to somebody honest any day. So, yes, sir. Yeah. All right. All right. I'd rather talk to somebody who's actually being straightforward with me and not uh, not not doing this. But that's just me. Um, I, I do appreciate again. This was an 11 minute phone call. The agent did not give up. He didn't necessarily win, but I want to give him a 10 out of 10 for effort on that. And I mean that sincerely. Did he get clearly from the guy what he was looking to do? Why he's looking for land? Is he building? Is he subdividing? Is he flipping it? What the hell is he doing? The guy likes to buy land is the short version. He's bought three or four properties and he likes to buy it. And he, I'm not sure what he was going to do with it, to be honest. But the guy buys and sells land, which to me is not an exciting thing to do. I'm not going to, you know, it's kind of like investors who who buy houses who are looking for just buying stuff for steals. I'm, I'm not against that. I just don't want to work with them because it's you you do 10 times the amount of work to get to get paid the same amount. So yeah. I, I appreciate what the agent did. I think he did a great job. I would have probably given up earlier. Yeah, sometimes sometimes the people are not a fit. I mean, it's not not every person that we talk to we're going to do business with. It doesn't make sense. Uh, okay, so I have an interesting one here. The uh, the daughter, teenage daughter, registers on a website. Uh, get the agent gets her on the phone, and then turns out that the it's the mom who wants to move out of the dad's house, uh, and they are, let's say, hmm, how would you say this? What would be politically correct to say they are not very sophisticated people? Let's put it that okay. way. Brian, uh, not very experienced in the real estate buying world, I'd say. So let me play this. Let's hear it. Let me know when you can hear it. Hello, this is with Realty. Um, we just got your registration on the website. Um, I was just wondering if you, um, you, if you really did have a 90 day time frame that you wanted to move in. Now she's referencing the information that was put in when the person registered on the website, which I think is a good thing to do. But I think you and I both know that a lot of times people check boxes or don't pay attention to stuff. So my point is be prepared for this lead to not know what the hell you're talking about. And let's listen to this. Well, and that's before you said, that's why I would probably use a different intro script. Yeah. What would you do? I would just do the same standards to pay-per-click lead. It sounds like website lead somehow. Hey, you know, I saw that you were shopping on our website. I was just reaching out to see if you guys are looking to make a move soon or if you're just window shopping. That is the script. And, and here's the other thing about using the same script. You get, a, you get good at it. And I'm not saying this person isn't good because it, her script was smooth. I, in no way, shape, or form was I like, boy, she stumbled and bumbled over that. But here's the thing. I can say the script I just said 
I could say it a hundred times in a row and get it right. Cause I've said it so many times. It's almost like breathing. So there are times to switch up your script, but I'm just going to suggest if one's really working for you, stick with it. You don't have to get yeah. creative. I agree. But I also think there's not a problem with adding in uh, information that was entered on the website. And the only reason I'm saying that is because some, sometimes you get those people that are very literal and if they purposely check the damn thing and you call them and say, hey, do you want to buy now or are you just window shopping? And they're like, I entered the info on your website, you idiot. Like I said, I was buying in 90 days. You know, the problem is you're going to run okay. across Karen like that. Who's like, oh, I checked the box. What's wrong with you people? So I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I'd probably just tack it on. We'd use the same script that we always do. You registered on my website to look at homes for sale. Are you planning on buying in the next few months or just window shopping at this point? It looks like uh, you checked the box that says you're buying in the next 90 days. Is that accurate? I, so I love that. I actually love that. But again, I love how you did it. And you basically let them know that you didn't make that up. It was the information that they gave you. And I think that's important. It's kind of like you should always say the lead source when you're doing a script. Like, or you should, you know, you, we want them to know that we are, it's our job to respond to them, right? Like, right. you put this in here. I'm not annoying you. I'm answering your question because you did it. So I, I like that. Yeah, absolutely. This is your, this is your fault, not mine. Exactly. <laughs> so let's hear what happens. Move where? Um, did you just register on um, the website to look at homes? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Were you looking to move in the next 90 days? Now, you've already ascertained that this person is confused. Okay. Salesperson. You, you've already pretty much figured out this lady doesn't know what the hell you're talking about. Is it a bit lost? So she said, she asked, are you looking to move in the next 90 days? That's where I would have expanded on it a little bit. When your information came in, the box was checked that said, you're going to be purchasing in the next 90 days. Is that the case? Did you mean to do that? Right? So I'm just using more words. You know what I mean? Because clearly this person is not the sharp end of the stick anyway. So I got to like explain it. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, again, I, Sometimes, and I don't know when this lead came in, but maybe this person filled this out at 10 o'clock last night, and now it's 9 o'clock the next morning. They don't remember. I mean, I don't know about you, but uh, I, 10 o'clock at night and 9 o'clock in the morning, they're a long ways apart for me. So, <laughs> so you're, what you're telling me is when you're on the home shopping network late at night buying meatball makers, you don't remember that the next morning. Is that is that what's going on? The occasionally stuff shows up my up at my house and I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a late night accidental shopper, but but yeah, That's I mean the end of the day is you know, people go on the internet and they check stuff and they look at stuff and stuff gets filled in and they don't always know. Yep. In the next ninety days, uh no. Okay. What what looks like a, a time frame that would work for you or what what's something that uh brought you to the website to look at homes today listen to this um i'm good lady i i i i just wanted to look at some houses i don't want to move it move right now <laughs> that's hilarious um <laughs> so let's break this down a little bit uh what gets revealed in this <laughs> I'm good lady. I'm not trying to buy a house. Um, 
it turns out that this is a 17 year old uh (laughs) she was looking for the mom the mom wants to move the mom so the mom lives in the dad's house the grandfather's house right 17 year old daughters online enters the info is looking with mom and uh and then unfortunate agent calls 17 year old right who entered her phone number and so this is the conversation that ensues uh we figure that out a little bit later and look this is an eight minute call so this agent stayed in the fight and kept going hey we've got agents who are committed during this (laughs) (laughs) yeah but here's what i would do i want to go back to this point like clearly the gaps in the responses the the young sounding or mousy tone of the person that they're talking to and just the general, I don't know where I am or what I'm doing coming back from this lead. Um, we need to take control much faster. And I think at, I'm going to show you at what point I want this agent to flip the conversation and talk about who the agent is, what the agent does, what their purpose is, if necessary, or what their purpose is not, right? Just to give lots of context to the conversation and make the lead feel more comfortable in in having whatever conversation ensues. So let's go back here. Okay. Um, Were you looking to move in the next 90 days? In the next 90 days? uh, No. There. Okay. Now, We've hit twice now. This person doesn't really know what's going on. You know, we're we're very close to hitting sort of this wall of the next thing that happens is that they're going to tell me they don't want to buy a house, lady. Right. So this, I think, is where I flip the script backwards and I say, OK, hey, listen, I'm a local agent. I live in this area. Uh, we have a website that you can just come and look at houses for fun or if you're thinking about making a move at some point either buying or renting or whatever you're thinking about doing it doesn't really matter and uh i just wanted to reach out to you and find out who you are and maybe what some of your plans are even so that i could direct you on where to look on my website right what's your name that's love where it. I, that's where yeah I, no, I absolutely love it and i love this idea of we didn't get the 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 right answer. <laughs> In other words, we asked some questions, but we didn't get the right answer. We need to switch gears. And and that I'm not even you know. Granted, we have a little bit more information because we've listened. You've listened to this call and you've told us a little bit about it. But anytime something starts to go sideways, doing the same thing is not is not a good idea. And in oh. essence, she did the same thing again, which put her further in the hole again between, you know, <laughs> me and the audience. It didn't matter. It's a 17 year old. She couldn't buy the house anyway, but you never know. Um, and again, we didn't know this person was 17 at this point in time. So yeah, switching to, Hey, let me just take a step back. It sounds like you may not even remember this. This happens a lot. Out of curiosity, are you considering looking, are you trying to look at houses? Oh yeah. I was just bored at night. Oh, cool. So, you know, just switch gears, switch out of salesperson mode and switch into curiosity mode, trying to figure out what the hell this person is trying to do. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, what's funny is you said, I gave you a lot of info and we've listened to it. My reaction to that initial part, that was the same reaction I had when I first listened to this, because I could, sure. I felt the way that it was going. I'm not saying that you were wrong in any way. Yeah. What, what I'm saying is that after hearing this so many times, you get a sense for this stuff, right? You could, it's like, 
Okay. And if I, so a lot of times what I'll do is I'll give students rules. So if I had to give you a rule, if you get two confused answers back from a lead, you are now in charge of that conversation. You have done a poor job of being in charge of that conversation and you are now deputized. You're required to dispel all of the confusion and make it very clear what the game, what the playing field is and who the players are and why you're there. Right. That's what you got to do. If, yeah. If and you, you can hear the short and I picked up on it just like you did the short, almost confused answers. Like, yes. Uh, that if we're going to continue with those answers, we're, we're even if it's a person who wants to buy a million dollar house, we're not going to get anywhere. So regardless to your point, whether this was a 17 year old or a 27 year old, it doesn't matter. We have to change the plan because what we're doing isn't working. Yep. Now I want to fast forward to when we have the mom on the phone and we start getting a little more discovery because, um, the daughter actually got the mom. <laughs> yeah, the daughter is like flapping in the breeze here with the salesperson. And, and after she's like, hey lady, I don't want to buy a house. Um uh the I think the mom overhears and like shouts from the background that that she wants to get moved, right? And so then at some point the mom gets on the phone and she's talking with the salesperson. So let's just I'm just gonna jump forward. Please. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, do you feel like that's not good? Oh, wait, oh, yeah, there's a great started. objection hand. Okay, nope, I, okay, I cool. understand. Looking to get out of the current home you're in. Um, I need a home. I have no credit, so there's no sense of even trying. I have no credit, so there's no sense of even trying. Was, was that the daughter or was that the mom? That's the mom. Okay. Mom says, I have no credit, there's no sense in trying. And listen to what, how the agent responds. This was actually good. Okay. Nope. I, I understand. Um, and, and you know, for sure, like you, you have no credit. Um, I have credit. It's like six ten. This is oh, nice. Really? Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like that's not good? Do you feel like that's not good? She did a great thing. She asked a question instead of starting to talk. Oh, I can get you financed the six ten. No problem. She asked a question. You feel like that's not good because you need to get a little more info. If you see, if you try to jump on that and try to like start drilling home that you can get this thing done and closing them, a lot of times there's going to be some sort of additional baggage, additional objections or additional conditions going on that you, you want to get the full game out on the table. Because what I like to tell our students is you, you really only, you only get the one chance to close the first time. And after you close the first time, they're on to you, right? They already know we're salespeople. First time you close them, they're like, oh, the game is you want to meet with me or you want me to work with you or you want me to sign something, right? So it just here's, kind of here's ahead. my question here that I like. Oh, 610. Okay. Um, I can really appreciate that. With that in mind, is that a credit score you pulled yourself or did you have a mortgage lender pull that for you? The reason I want to ask that question is I want to know I want to know how far along this path she's gone. And by the way, nine times out of ten, it's going to be I pulled it myself. And so all the agents who are going to go, oh, I can get it done at six ten. Guess what? That was Credit Karma six ten. Their real credit score is five sixty. Um, and so, but yeah, no, I, I I like where she went. You know, so that's you know consider that to be a good credit score. Some version of that is is awesome. I like the idea of hey, out of curiosity, did you pull that yourself or did somebody else pull it for you? 
Yep. Uh, now let's keep going because she did insert another good, or she, I, I think there was a lost opportunity for a good question. Yeah, I already tried it once. and it... I already tried it once, meaning already tried buying a house once. Mm -hmm. I, it was just before COVID happened. I tried oh. to get a house. I went all through the inspection and everything. I was getting ready to, and the program I was in, the COVID okay. hit and they shut down the program and I, and I couldn't get my house but I, I actually paid everything for I couldn't get the house I paid everything for now I want a question here right I want some empathy and I want a question but listen to what the agent does really mm -hmm. okay yeah, because when you when you say six ten, um, that no empathy, no question. She goes back to the credit score, and I can solve this for you. The reason that I want the empathy in the question, something like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to hear that happened. Did you lose a lot of money, right, or whatever?" Like, I want to get because think about it this way, Brian. If I'm going to try to convince this person to go through this process again. If she lost money, if she had a horrible experience, if she swore off buying, I need to get that kind of objection crap out on the table so that we can deal with it before I try to close you again. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, again, empathy. Oh, that that really sucks. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people dealt with a lot of stuff when COVID happened. And I, I wish you were the only person who told me that. But, uh, you know, out of curiosity, tell me a little bit more about what happened there so that we can do that. And eventually what we're going to want to get to, and I, I don't know if she gets there or not, is, and to me, it's a question, not a tell. Oh, I can get it done 610. Hey, out of curiosity, I work with some people who help people get their credit score up as well as just to help them develop a plan. I can't promise you that I'm going to be able to get you in a house here in the next 60 days. But what I can promise you is if we if we meet and we get together that, you know, sometime in the next six to 12 months, based on what you're telling me, I could probably help you with that in mind. I'd love to just get together and, uh, you know, just let's let's spend 30 minutes together trying to figure it out some version of that yeah i think that makes sense uh so the way that that one ended is uh she was trying to get her set up with the lender like to have a call with the lender obviously um i'm not going to play the rest of the call but it was <clears throat> she took the slow boat to china to get that done uh and so i think it could have been sped up quite a bit because you know essentially that's, that's the only thing that you can do is get somebody to talk to a lender unless you know how to unless you can prequal and pull credit yourself, but you really have to, you have to get that done. Yeah. And I really think we need to make sure as agents that we are familiar with the programs. So 610, I mean, best case scenario, you're getting an FHA loan and maybe that's not the best thing for the person. Uh, maybe, you know, spending 90 days and getting their credit score up to 680, which sometimes can be easy, sometimes can be very challenging, you know, so it's about, saying, look, I'm not trying to get a sale right now. I'm trying to do what's best for you. How yeah. can, and what I would love to do is figure out what we've got different programs for different people, but I would need some more information. So why don't we get together and we can get you into one of these programs that will help you get what you need. How does that sound? Yep. But again, just trying to help them, not trying to close them. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Brian, uh, I don't know about you, but we uh, looks like we're at time for today. 
excellent cash call episode, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Dale Archdegan, Brian Curtis back again. Uh, and we'll see you all in the next episode. See everybody. Thanks for listening to Cash Call today. If you like what you heard, come check us out at smartsalescoaching.com and we'll be back again next week.